0: Welcome to the Changing the Narrative podcast, where we open the door to shift our perspective, where we have conversations that open our minds to new ways of viewing life. It's my goal that with every episode of the podcast that you listen to, you walk away feeling inspired with a new way of viewing things that maybe you hadn't before. And having said that, let's dive in and change our narrative.
1: Hi, um, I'm Sophie Catherine for the Changing the Narrative podcast. I'm so excited to have Gary and Hannah from the Eye Opener Society today on my podcast. We met through the Wisdom app. They were live one day and just sharing their thoughts and their beliefs, and I really resonated with what they were saying. So I joined the conversation, and then it kind of led to this connection where we decided to collaborate and record an episode today. So how are you guys doing? So happy to have you on the podcast today. Good. Yeah,
2: exactly. we're doing really well. Yeah. It's so nice to meet you.
1: Same. Um, I feel like we've been talking on and off for the past few weeks. so I feel like I've gotten to know you pretty well, you know, the things that you share, but I really want to learn more. I just kind of want to hear how you got. I know, Gary, you've shared some things with me this week about how you kind of got into meditation. You've been meditating for 20 years. You've always been kind of open that way. And then, Hannah, you kind of joined the podcast more recently, from what Mm -hmm. I understand. And I've listened to some of your episodes. I find your conversations awesome because I I'm all about conversation on this podcast, mm-hmm. I want to yeah. open the door for people to shift perspective. And I really love the flow of how you guys just kind of, I, know, I, I just sense a total open minded, unscripted way of sharing your opinion. And that's what my podcast is about. So it really made perfect sense for us to collaborate. So mm-hmm. you guys want to pick like a starting point and just kind of share with me how you got into podcasting, or maybe just a point at any that uh, just to kind of get the conversation flowing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking one year ago. It was last summer. uh, Like uh, you had mentioned, I've been meditating and meditating for like twenty years without any. Like it was never anything professional. It was just something I found that I can actually just do, and I enjoyed it. But I never really shared it, and it was just something I did on my own. And throughout life, it kind of it always helped, and I always lived a very open-minded, you know, free-spirited kind of life. Nothing really ever bothered me too much. But now go back one year ago, right around the summer, um, I had two kind of personal tragedies almost to say. One occurred at work and then one happened personal, you know, with my wife. And it was two things at once. And it blasted my mind, really. I, I never went down a road like that before and i did not know how to handle it right reaching out for help and this is you know even though it was a couple of years later with covid you can't even get counseling or anything they everybody's turning you away i was scared at that point to even meditate because i was afraid if i go into that state it might trigger up more anxiety and doubt so i went to um a friend of mine uh, from Mind's Eye Metaphysical, her name's Jen. Uh, she does Reiki and all that. I
1: think you said uh, Jen Hummel. Is that yeah, her Jen, her? yeah, Jen Jen yeah. Hummer. Yeah, yeah
2: she's uh, Hummer. with Mind's Eye Metaphysical. Um, I went through a Reiki session with her. I've never really looked into Reiki. I had no idea, but I saw she offered it and she does trauma healing with it. I said, well, at this point, nothing can hurt. Right. So I just sat there. She did her magic. And right after that session, I was a new person. I was absolutely like, I walked out of her shop and I just sat there. I said, you know, I always want to start a business. Boom. I went home and I just started laying the groundwork. And I said, you know, I wanted to do motivational speaking and life coaching kind of thing. So I was, you know, something I was looking into. Got into it. And then the whole um, podcast came about because I figured it was going to be a cheap way to advertise. So I started a little side podcast. Yeah. I started reaching 23 countries. I said, wow, and it took on a life of its own. Yeah. So I started podcasting on the third eye meditation and I was just always talking about meditation and how it helps and all that. And then recently I had Hannah and you know she's my stepdaughter and I just hey listen come on the show one day because she's always I always known her from a younger age. She'd be full of personality and she could get on the air and she could do stuff and She had that personality, so she came on the show, and I connected on such a level that we rebranded. We went away from Third Eye Meditation. I said we're going to become the Eye Opener Society strictly because now she's part of this 100%. Yeah, The ying, the yang, the older, the younger, the male, the female. She lends so much personality, and so we are now the Eye Opener Society, and besides meditation, we talk about anything that's going to open up your eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting to hear you talk about, you know, how these two events kind of happen in your life that were really not pleasant. They weren't like, you know, when I think about changing the narrative, like the name of my podcast, sometimes it takes a catalyst like that to kind of shift your narrative. And you went probably somewhere and did something you would have not normally done because of the situation that you're in. And then look what sparked, look at the growth and like look at the product of that And Mm -hmm. I think, like, that's what I've really learned, too, by listening to a lot of your episodes is when we take those opportunities, like, because they are opportunities, and it's hard sometimes, but if you can shift it into something, like, that changes the course of your life, like, these are things that you probably never would have thought would have happened before, but it took Mm -hmm. that situation to kind of birth this project, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: That it did.
1: Yeah. What about you, Hannah? So do you, like, did you ever, like, think you would do podcasting? Did you listen to podcasts? Like, what sparked this for you? I'm curious to Um... know.
3: I listened to a few podcasts, um, you know, throughout my life. Um, you know, I've gone through different stages, of course, like growing up as a teenage girl. You know, yeah, you get into like makeup artists um, <laughs> podcasts yeah. and like YouTube videos and things like that. Um, and then you kind of like, you know, you get into like the like TMZ gossip podcast, yeah, and things like that. Um, but I never really pictured myself doing a podcast you know like this now right um but I always knew like in my heart that um I have such a big heart and it would go to waste if I didn't help people yeah so you know I was listening Gary was doing Wednesday wind downs um (laughs) on Facebook and I was just always in the comments you know I was always offering like my you know advice to kind of bounce off of Gary's and then I got on the show and now here I am. And, you know, I can't picture myself anywhere else. Like I love, like I make a difference. And, you know, my main goal, you know, for eye opener society is just to keep reaching more people because, you know, I'm always an ear for people. And I, I hate to like, kind of chop myself up but I always just feel like I have such a big heart that yeah. it's like my responsibility like I feel like that's my role as a person or a human being um, to help society so awesome yeah I feel like th-
1: the dynamic of you two talking when I heard you live on the app um, I I just I felt connected very much and I felt like Hannah you had a very like warm and welcoming approach kind of like what you said like lending an ear and like that type of person and I definitely sense that like I could feel like we were aligned on the same frequency and a lot of the things too yeah. that we were talking about. And I was like, let's just have a conversation because I think we're getting so far from conversation now. And I feel mm-hmm. like everything is so filtered. And I I have a hard time even being on social media anymore, because I just don't see anything of substance. I know it's out there. But that's why I really like what you guys are doing, because it's a lot in the same vein as what I'm doing. Is I'm trying to spark conversation. I don't want to cancel people out if they don't see things just like I do. And I really like that you guys kind of go down the rabbit hole, because that's typically what I tend to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I know like when I was like looking at the themes of your podcast, you're like unscripted, raw, real conversation, unfiltered, always changing. And yeah, like, I would love to talk about too, like how like, I know like the con- the question that you had that day that we went live, I think is where are you on your spiritual journey right now? I think that was a mm-hmm. question you asked. And honestly, I would be like my journey evolves daily. I feel like every day yeah. I'm gaining new perspective and especially with this podcast, because I'm meeting so many different people. So I guess I kind of want to know, like, I'll start with you, Gary, like, when was that spiritual awakening for you? Like, when did you feel kind of like that spark to kind of question maybe things or look at things in a different way? Did you always feel that way? or was that something that kind of came later?
2: Yeah, definitely something that came only kind of recent. It's weird when you're growing up. And my personal belief is that I think us as human beings, I really just feel we've been so, I like to say, you know, programmed, but I think we've been deprogrammed I think at some point in life we had a deeper knowledge a deeper meaning to life and we understood things but then we'd be been deprogrammed throughout life my life was always you know you getting up doing your work doing the grind there was you know black and white black and white yeah absolutely yeah. you know a yes and a no and that's what I followed um and only recently, and with this whole Reiki, and then when I started to do the podcast, and I think I said, oh, "I really need to, you know, dig a little bit deeper to, you know, spark that conversation." And I just started realizing, wow, not everything really is the way that it seems. <laughs> there's, there's like many different sides, many different perspectives, and then all it really is, if anybody else, it's just questions. That's all yep. it really is. You yep. fall down these rabbit holes, and you just start questioning things. After a while, they actually do. They start taking a new meaning and you can apply it to life. And I took it and I said, you know what? Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. But I want to be happy. Yeah. I see so much anxiety, so much depression. It's it's the number one thing right now. Everybody fun. seems to have it. Yeah. And where is it coming from? I think Hannah and I, we like doing the show because saying, hey, listen, It's okay to have that anxiety. It's okay to have that depression, but you need to turn it around. You need to start looking at things in a different way. Start respecting yourself, understanding yourself, understanding what life is about and take chances, change things, change the conversation.
1: Yeah. And what about you, Hannah? Like, did you, did you feel kind of like you had like a spiritual moment or was it something that was always kind of part of who you are?
3: Um, I feel like it's always been just the kind of person I've been, um, I've, I've been through a lot, um, through my life and I've had a lot of traumatic things happen to me. Um, or, you know, just to like people that I've deeply cared for. Mm. Um, so it's definitely been a process of mine. Um, when I go through things that I just need to, you know, get through and go through, um, I've always, just been one who kind of just takes like a spiritual step on things. Like I go through the BS and then, <laughs> you know, I feel the BS and then I kind of like something just happens to me where it's like something ignites in me. Like you, you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. So it's yeah. just always been something for me, but um, yeah, definitely just like, I guess within the past, like maybe like um, five years, I've kind of been more in touch with like the meditation and everything like that. Yeah, I know that
1: you, Gary, I don't know if you have Hannah, but you've listened to like a good part of my podcast, like the beginning episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a catalyst situation to kind of yeah. change everything I believed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I when you meet someone that you know so well from a past experience that you haven't met in this physical plane or this life, it's like the most transcendent, insane experience you can Mm -hmm. ever have. For me, I feel like I always had a spiritual curiosity because I grew up in church. I was always very like in tune with a higher power. I always felt connected, but I hated this like, this is what everybody does. And if you don't do this, you'll be condemned. Mm -hmm. That to me didn't make sense. It just didn't. But I could feel the love of a higher power. I just couldn't define what it was. And I've been thinking a lot lately about timelines and time. And I wanted to talk to you guys about time because I have been thinking and sensing lately that time can't be defined. And, you know, we've been told that it's in minutes and days and hours. But like I've started hypnotherapy and I've been going back on timelines and healing trauma from the past. And then the past has been coming into the future. And I've been having these weird things happen where I'm in the same place that I was 12 years ago without knowing that I'm in that same space. Like we went to a waterfall recently, me and my boyfriend, and 12 years ago to that exact same day, I was in that same place with my ex-husband. And it just doesn't seem like, it's like I'm back in that space as a completely different person and my timeline mm-hmm. has shifted. So I mm-hmm. wanted to talk to you guys about time and how you feel about time. Cause I know like we can go down yeah. the rabbit hole with that but I would love yeah. to just maybe just bring up a few topics and just get your opinion on things of that sure, nature.
2: Sure, we would love to. Um, we <laughs> actually, I actually did um, one, uh, I talked about time actually, we're removing the timeline. Take the timeline away and it shows that everything already happened, will happen, has happened, but it's all in a mess. And I talked about, I don't wear a wristwatch anymore. I took it off. I used to love wearing, it was just a fashion thing really, but I always had a watch and no matter what, every day my wife would go nuts, you bought another watch. <laughs> then one day I took it off and I never put it back on. And that actually changed things. I was no longer aware of time. I said, I'm going to yeah. stop being aware of it. And it does. It You do. And we done past, present, future. Remember yeah, that episode? Past, present, and future. Like us as podcasters, we're sitting here recording now, now. Somebody could be turning this on
3: 20, 20
2: days, 30, yeah. 40 years from now. Yeah. And listening to it right now in this present moment. And it's relevant for them. Yeah. Then. That's yeah. That's and yeah. we talked about that. And it was, the concept is hard to grasp, but. They're in that moment, the present moment's always the most important, Mm -hmm. but we're combining past with the present and the future. What we just, the question you asked just three minutes ago is the past. It's gone. It's over, but we're in the present talking about it and the future's coming up right now. Yeah. (laughs) It's difficult, but that's time to me.
1: Yeah. And I, I almost feel like the constraint of time where we're living our day, we have those, I think about the matrix a lot, and this is something that I feel like we tune into it. Um, Lately, I've been like, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do this job? Why do I have to? You know what I mean? But That's when you get nice. in that mindset, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: you're not affecting change because you're kind of feeding into the negativity mm-hmm. of that. So the whole goal is to elevate the frequency and mm-hmm. vibration of that because everyone's so like, I, I I think about this too. Like I was, I was in call in Boston the other day and I was on the subway um, and I was just looking around and everyone is like this on the phone, Air, right. AirPods in, no one was looking up.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
1: felt like an alien in that moment because I feel like I was the only one like looking around. Um, But I think that's why what we're doing is important because I think when people hear a different perspective and they can kind of tap out of that because if I'm being completely honest, I think a lot of the anxiety and depression issues we have today are because we are not, we are so tuned in to our devices. We're so distracted all the time. We're not taking time to play to be outside to ground Mm -hmm. and like i think that that contributes a lot to the anxiety and depression that we're seeing but when you Mm -hmm. get on that that loop of scrolling and i see it and i and i just like i think more the more the more um consciousness i acquire the like the the more i change my perception and my narrative i see it so much clearly like so much more clear now Like when you are in that space and you're looking around and everybody is completely zoning out. And it's like, Mm -hmm. we need to get back. We need to get back to conversation Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. connecting with people. So how do we do that? How do we move forward?
3: How do we shift that vibration? Mm -hmm. I think we talk about this all the Mm -hmm. time, like especially like on just like drives and stuff like that. Like me as a young mom, like I, you know, I try my hardest to break that cycle. Um, I don't want my child to grow up in today's, like, it sounds weird, but I don't want my child no. to grow up in today's society. I, I like always mentioned to him, like, I wish it was how it was when I was a kid, you know? Yeah, your whole life wasn't on social media. Yeah, I, I'm only 26, <laughs> but just, yeah. you know, 20 years ago when I was six years old, my mom used to be able to let me out on the front lawn and play. And now it's like, I have to go outside with my, ch- I mean, my child's only one and a half. So of course I do. (laughs) But like when he's six years old, like I would hope that, you know, maybe we can get back to when I was six years old and I know my mom can just check on me every couple minutes through the window or something like that. And now it's like, you know, you feel like with me, I'm like, my niece is going to kindergarten and I'm like, I'm telling my sister, we need to put like an air tag in her book bag. Like we need to know where she's at at all times. Like there's something seriously wrong with society like now and like, people have too much access to these things. And like when you're, what people don't realize is you're, you're digging into the social media, but you're also giving just random people all around the world, like all of your personal information, like yep. it's just so unsafe. And I know now I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm not guilty of scrolling every once in a while, no, but Carrie <laughs> can attest to this. I am outside for hours at a time with my child. I am leaving him barefoot I am letting him ground and explore things and you know he gets one probably one or two boo-boos a day you know but well we all did right growing up (laughs) yeah exactly and that's what like my goal is is like with my son is to just make sure that he grows up the way I did you know not needing an iPad or you know a cell phone or you know limited screen time and stuff like that like I just want my kid to grow up you know, connected with the universe instead of connected with the worldwide web.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I know I, I found that like later in life too, like, you know, I was married for 10 years Mm -hmm. and then, you know, my whole situation was a little bizarre, but, um, I was on the dating scene for the first time ever and didn't know how to connect with people. Like it was the weirdest feeling, like you're meeting people through an app Mm but like they're distracted on their phone when you're with them on the date. Like it's just this. You're like, are you swiping left and right while we're on a date? (laughs) While we're having a, yeah. Like what is going on here? But I'm just like, we're losing human connection as Mm -hmm. as we once knew it. I mean, I'm so thankful that I'm 34 and I lived in a time where my entire life wasn't documented on social media. From the time of conception now, babies' lives are completely documented online. And I said to my partner, Matt, I was just like, if we have a kid, like, I want them to make that decision if they want to be online, like yeah. if they want a yeah. picture posted of them. Cause mm-hmm. me personally, I wouldn't want like every single moment of my life online
3: Yeah. and
1: they don't have a choice in that. And I don't think that that's like, that's personally something I feel like, do they want to be online? Like that should be a choice right. that they could make for mm-hmm. themselves, you know? And it's just like, I see this, like I see people following a timeline when we talk about time, you know, they, they have to get married and then they have to ha- you know, have the, ba- everything's an announcement. So the engagement and then lead yeah. up to the wedding and then the reposting of the wedding until the baby. And then it's the baby. And it's like, are we doing this because we want to do this? Or are we doing this because everybody else is doing it and we feel
3: like we need to? Yeah.
1: You know? it's like this narrative that you see online, at least for me with like people that I know, it's just like, I see, I'm like, okay, I know what's going to come next in six months. We're going to see the pregnancy announcement. We're going to yeah. see the house. We're going to see the, and if you're not on that same timeline, I know for me, I was just like, is something wrong with me that I don't want these things in a specific timeframe as everybody else, but mm-hmm. then you see everybody doing it. And it's like, is this a culture of social media has influenced my decision or yeah. did I do this because I really wanted to? Yeah. And and like what you're doing with your child is amazing because you're you said it was it's a little boy, right? Said yeah, Caden. <laughs> yeah, Caden. Um he's gonna be connected to nature, he's gonna be grounded, like those yeah. are things that were hype. I, I honestly have so much like not I don't want to say fear because I don't live my life in fear, but I get concerned about the next generation coming up because I see mm-hmm. so many parents addicted to their phones, kids addicted to screens. I see it on the plane all the time when I'm working flights and like we got to get back to grassroots. We got to get back yeah. to true connection. and um, and what you're doing is great because hearing you talk about like that's exactly what we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. and and it, it's just it's just something
3: I don't see very often,
1: especially yeah. like, True thing with and- me.
3: It's like with my son, I feel like I owe it to him. Um, yeah, you know, with me, I I don't know if you like heard of in our podcast at all. Like, I went through fertility treatments for to have my son, so um, that was a really hard, strong journey for me. Yeah, um, so I just felt like I did so much, you know, to have him that I owe it to him to have that type of life. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome.
3: So, when we look at that, the title of your
1: podcast, Eye Opener Society. Mm -hmm. I would love for you to kind of reiterate what that means for you. Like Mm -hmm. what you're hoping to like gain from this podcast, from this work that you're doing.
2: Sure. The Eye Opener Society, uh, I had that actually a long time ago, probably when I first learned that Facebook had groups and pages. I set up Eye Opener Society as a page and it sat there forever. I never did anything with it. It just (laughs) sat there and it, I don't know, I it was just a title that came across my mind, you know, and this is how spirituality works. Yeah. It came up and I put it there. So I did third eye meditation network and that was the first podcast and all. And then when Hannah joined me and I said, we got to talk about more than just meditation because with meditation, you start finding out more about yourself, more about spirituality, more about what's going on. Your eyes become open. And third eye meditation. Once, you know, we have that, you know, everlasting third eye once that's open and you're actually able to see things for what they are. That's what I wanted to do. I want to start going down these different rabbit holes because many people think like the spiritual awakening is so easy and beautiful. and <laughs> yeah, it? no, like, ah, It's all you
1: know,
2: it's <laughs> frightening. It really is. You're opening it and it takes a while before you lift it above that and you understand what's really going on. So that's what became eye opener society. I said, well, I already got the perfect name. It's sitting there on Facebook, you know? So I just took it. I opened it up and I said, Hannah, we are now eye opener society. We had the business cards made up and that's what it is. And that's why I said, we want to open people's eyes before we open your eye. Uh, so learn about stuff, learn about what's going on around you. And we're not, Professionals, we don't have degrees. We don't have uh, medical tough. degrees, and nobody. Yeah. And what I and I had done a podcast a long time ago, and I said, you don't need it. Mm-mm. The human thought process, what we can share with each other through our own individual wisdom, is usually all you really need. You'll know when you need that professional help. Yeah, but yeah, you're completely right, Sophie. We need to get that conversation going. We need to start unplugging and plugging into that human yeah. consciousness because we need that individual contact. We need to hear what other people say. We need to start understanding what they say instead of being divided all the time.
3: Yep. We yep. need
2: to get together and just start talking and just having basic conversations. conversations. I it's think
3: that's fun. That's really why we like, I guess, like upgraded, you could say to eye opener society, mm-hmm. because I feel like with third eye meditation, we were kind of stuck with that meditation topic mm-hmm. and you know it wasn't that we were getting burnt out with that but i feel like we both just had things that we were kind of like caging in because we were trying to stick with the narrative yep. of the name mm-hmm. and like with eye Opener society now it's like we can dive down conspiracies we can you know we can dive down personal things that we're going through and you know when you're diving down those personal things of the conspiracies you're catching people's eyes and you're catching people's ears and attention And, you know, that's how we make conversation and that's how we make a change. And I think that's really why we did eye opener society versus the third eye meditation.
2: I think that's, yeah, go ahead, Gary. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does boil down to as well. It's just helping people to realize we're all on the same page as human beings. Every single one of us, we're all created with that same image. We're all going through stuff. And it's nice to turn on rather than mainstream, just to tune into real people hear what somebody's saying say, wow, you know what? I'm going through that too. Yeah. Look at how they are handling it. That might help me. And that's exactly. why we started doing this. I
1: think when we all start to talk, we start to realize that I think we're a little bit more open than we thought we were. We were mm-hmm. just kind of reading into this narrative that you couldn't talk or you couldn't say things because it was like taboo or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I found with this podcast. Like there's so many people that want to have these conversations. And- mm-hmm it's, it's having a platform for that. It's having a space for that. Mm -hmm. And you two definitely do. There's, I love the yin and the yang. I love the, the ebb and flow that you both have in conversation. Cause I, like you said, you know, you're older Gary, you're younger Hannah, and the conversations that you have, like you get different perspectives with each episode that you listen Mm to. And I know for me, it's been like really, really nice to hear. And I, I'm one of those people that has a really hard time with surface level conversation. I always have ever since I was little. (laughs) um i tend to want to go down the rabbit hole all the time Mm -hmm. so it's fun to meet people kind of in that same vein because i think like we're not we're learning so much through conversation we learn about ourselves we learn about other people Mm -hmm. we hear different perspectives and yeah it's 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 really it's really great to see and i just i i really like the name the name for me really does it like encourages conversation Mm
3: -hmm. like i like yours too i love that yes we (laughs) do (laughs)
1: Well, funny thing is, is I woke up at 3.33 a.m. And I was like, I'm going to start a podcast called Change the Narrative. Okay, universe, let's roll. I wasn't yeah, even right. like, it's one of those things sometimes where I'll be talking and I feel like I'm channeling a higher consciousness. It doesn't even feel yeah. like sometimes mm-hmm. it's me. And I'm sure you've probably had that moment.
3: Yeah, where you're just kind times. of out of body and you're just going with yeah. it. And it's mm-hmm. not even one set topic. You're just going down, going down, going down. And yeah. that's perfectly okay. That's what I love like about your podcast is that you just you just go. Yeah, I just roll, you know. Um, I
1: recorded an episode in the park in Boston the other day. um, Mm -hmm. And there was this little girl just rolling around on the grass. And I was laughing because I was like, gosh, if we did that as adults, they'd be calling the police probably. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I've been thinking a lot lately about playfulness and how we've lost a lot of that. We get kind of Mm -hmm. stuck, like sucked into the matrix. We go to work. We come home. We just do the thing. We scroll on our phones. We have a couple beers and that's that. But Mm -hmm. if we can allow ourselves to play, and be right. like that carefree. Cause I never, I, I was raised in that cult, you know? And I, I was kind of always very limited to what I could do as a kid. So I never really learned, I learned how to be very adult and strict in my life but I never <laughs> made room for play. Mm-hmm. And I think like turning off your phone and just like, I, I'm at a, in a place now where I'm, when I'm with my friend, I turn my phone off and I put it away. I'm like, yeah. I am present with mm-hmm. you in this moment. I wanna be fully connected. Cause I think, right. I think like, like you've been, we've been talking about screen time and all of that. Like, I really do think it contributes to a lot of the mental health issues that we're seeing.
3: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. So how do
1: we, how do we like, how do we change that? How do we shift that?
2: Mm-hmm. It's a difficult thing. Cause we're talking, uh, we need everybody to be on board with it. No, everybody no. to start to realize. And I think the conversations are opening up a little bit more about this because we are shifting. Everybody shifts, you know, through life. We'll get so excited about the social media and it's, and then eventually people just get bored with it. Mm -hmm. And then they start saying, wow, you know what? Maybe this is contributing to my mental anxieties and all that. So they'll start opening up conversation and I'll start saying, wow, so what did you do before the internet? You know, what did you do before social media? And you start talking. And, but it's still, we're only, we're not even at the tip of the iceberg yet, but I would like to see more people start opening up and talking again. Yeah. Face to face, getting away from the internet. The internet was great because we can talk now across seas. No, yeah, like barriers, what we're doing right nothing, now. It's just, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it is, but we're having a real conversation. We're not talking about the latest social media and you know, when it's, it's more nice realistic. Dress black
1: or
3: blue.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh.
1: Well, correct me if I'm wrong. And I think this is when I noticed it. I think all, the, the addiction level of social media and internet consumption like was monumental during the pandemic because we were Mm -hmm. all so isolated at home and we couldn't go see our friends. So we got so addicted to our devices because Mm -hmm. that was the connection we had to the outside world. Mm -hmm. But then that goes away and we can connect again, but we form these addictive patterns Mm -hmm. because we were so isolated. And I Mm -hmm. think like, we're not the same that we were before that you know, that has Mm -hmm. changed so much. It caused a lot of division and a lot of issues. And I think this is like a psychological aftermath, I feel like of going through such a trauma as a nation, like the world. And I feel like a lot of us formed unhealthy. I know that I did. I definitely drank more during the pandemic than I ever had in Mm -hmm. my life. I was on my phone way more because I couldn't like go see my friends physically. I couldn't. So like, it's like, okay, like that's done for the most part. We can socialize now we can be together. So let's end those unhealthy habits that we a lot of us adopted i mean i know i personally did during that time because it's all we had you know Mm -hmm. yeah
3: it was i think with the pandemic like especially for me it was really hard because like that's kind of in the midst of when i was going through my infertility treatment so Mm -hmm. i kind of felt like really really alone um so for the first like kind of couple weeks of everything you know everything shut down like my work went full remote My one friend, she ended up like losing her job because like her job wasn't like remote capable. Um, So with that, I was just like, you know, I I tried to follow the guidelines, you know, for a couple of weeks, but then I was like, Hey friends come to my house cuz i don't give a shit yeah. <laughs> because i noticed like i was like just diving into these series that i've probably seen 30 times in my life already and i'm just like i cannot do this to myself so like me and my friends we would like literally we would sit outside you know we would play board games you know like we went back to like you know us as like teenagers again and i feel like that was like the you know how i looked at it was is that some in some people's aspects, like for mine, it was like, I felt like COVID almost needed to happen because, you know, Mm -hmm. I was able to connect with my friends more. um, And, you know, instead of just socially, like on social media, or, you know, going out to the bars and stuff like that, like we were able to just kind of like, have just deep conversations all the time. And, you know, with going through the fertility, it's like, I could have a friend, you know, like it yeah. wasn't me just like sending them a Snapchat of me crying. Cause you know, I got another negative pregnancy test. It was like, my oh, friends were yeah. actually like physically there for me, you know, that's awesome. Um, but I definitely just like, a, like, I, I do see it. It's just like, you'll see people like I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Cause my son needs a bottle. And I'm like, I feel like this person's active status on Facebook has been active <laughs> for the past, like six days straight. Do you sleep? Yeah. It is sad to look at but slowly like gary said i feel like we're not we're at that tip of the iceberg and that's all that's showing right now but like yeah. just slowly but surely i do see you know it, it's coming to surface but we just you know people like us we just have to keep trying to make a difference i think there's a ripple effect that happens too like you yeah. turn your phone
1: off you leave it at home people see you don't have it we are mirrors whether we know it or not, we're mirroring yeah, one another. And so if you're making change and you're creating patterns of behavior in your mm-hmm. life, that's going to cause a ripple effect in your yeah. community. And mm-hmm. it will just keep kind of going out and out and out. And that's, that's kind of how I, see I it. noticed
3: that even just yeah. like going out to like dinner with friends or family, you know, you just kind of like, even just as simply as putting your phone face down on the table and hitting it on vibrate. Yep. And then you just kind of look around and you see other people doing it. And it kind of just makes you feel good because you're just like, Oh, I made that difference that fast
2: exactly or, or it could be like me and I just turn around and say hey turn the phone off <laughs> I'm much more direct and aggressive with it I
3: that's
1: said, this, that New the New York side of you I can that's it. what it is he was yeah, the there with COVID. in there
3: <laughs>
2: yeah and
1: that's
3: what it was with COVID that's to me, me. <laughs> that's me with my friends though with like my family I'm a little bit more for light but like with my friends I'm like put your phone away <laughs> I'm the mean friend
2: <laughs> yeah
3: it's, So okay move- oh, Gary
2: no I was just gonna say the whole COVID thing like to me because everybody had their different experience I said To me, it's like, okay, this is psychological warfare. It's going on. This is what's happening. I went right down that rabbit hole. I started rebelling against everything they told us to do. Mm -hmm. I was going out. I was finding more work, more ways to make money. I said, you know what? I'm going to fight this system. So it works differently for everybody. Everybody goes through a different experience.
1: For me, for the first time in my life, I could take time off from work. And it made me realize that the relationship that I was in was so unhealthy for me. And I'd mm-hmm. never had that time because I was go, go, go all the time. And it forced me to be with myself mm-hmm. and yeah. analyze my choices, you know? Yep. And so if we can take these situations that happen and we can find the silver linings, just like Gary, when you talked about in the beginning, those things happening with your job, you went and had Reiki, you'd never had it before. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to start my own business, you know? And like for you, Hannah too, like just being so grounded with your son and helping him like connect to nature. Like, I feel like, We are impacting change in our ways that we can, and we're taking the the good that we can from situations that maybe weren't the most positive, but they're becoming more positive as we shift our perspective on how we view things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So moving forward, what's the goal for Eye Opener Society? What are you guys looking to hopefully build from this?
2: I just talked about it just before we went on air. I said, the one thing I want to do, cause I'm getting very close to just leaving my job because I know the whole system's collapsing. I'm pulling out my pension, everything. I said, well, what am I going to do? I said, I would love to take the eye opener society and do a regular radio broadcast on a set schedule every day. Yeah. Do it across all platforms and start getting, you know, the advertisers coming in all that. That's a big goal of mine. Mm-hmm. That's way down in the future. Um, we not don't spend money. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it could be way sooner than you think. It could yeah. be.
2: And if you know, it's just my setting your mind to it and doing it. We don't spend a lot of money on this. We don't buy a lot of equipment. I've actually downgraded. I want it to be real. Hannah and yeah. I we sit here all the time and we talk on our own. And I said, This is what a podcast is. It's just talking. All we need is that microphone and just a way to connect. Yeah, that's yeah. all we don't need all the fancy graphics and all that. No, nope. Eventually, maybe, but right now. We want to keep it real and we got, want to keep opening people's eyes, help people understand what meditation is, help people to understand themselves. Unless Hannah, you got a different take on it because um, I'm always open. I for- know what to
3: just to add, like for me is like my main goal is just to be, like, you know, keep kind of being like an outreach person for somebody because I just feel like I'm like, again, I hate to brag about myself. I'm just that type of person, but I, <laughs> I've always just been like a trusting heart and a lending hand for somebody. Yeah. So just to keep helping more people.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start wrapping it up. I got about okay. like, a minute and a half here to go. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite quote. Oh, <laughs> grow through what you go through. Love it. You yeah. Gary.
2: Uh, my whole slogan, open your eyes and then open your eye.
1: I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast guys. Thank this you. has been great. I hope we do this more often. I would love to find yes. some ways Absolutely. more to collaborate, have oh, conversations. <laughs> Thanks for coming on my podcast. Um, I'm so thankful that I decided to go live on the wisdom app that day and, and connect too. with you. Yes. Um, and I'm looking forward to what we're going to build in the future and collaborate on. So thanks for coming on yes. the podcast. Thank you Thank for you. having
0: us. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the podcast, sharing some of your day, listening to a different way of thinking, a different way of being. The conversation with Gary and Hannah was really exciting and be looking out for more content. The three of us are looking to collaborate on some YouTube videos as well as me making a guest appearance on their podcast, The Eye Opener Society. For all the the links where you can reach Gary and Hannah and view their content, listen to their podcast, I'm going to be putting those in the show notes. So be sure to look out for that so you can listen to their amazing podcasts and all of the great work that they're doing. As always, folks, it does really help me if you give me a five-star rating in the app, and a written review wherever you listen helps me to reach more people with the podcast and the work that I'm doing. If you'd love to reach out to me or like to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at change in the underscore podcast. Also, I'm on TikTok at change the underscore one, 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 and my upcoming YouTube channel will be under changing the narrative podcast with Sophie Catherine. Once again, thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast. Can't wait to have you right back here next week for a brand new episode. Go out and have a fantastic weekend.